Hello, you're listening to Tony Tung is Everybody's Best Friend, the podcast that wants to be your pal. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you're new to the podcast, this is a way that I'm documenting my journey to becoming a better friend. And all that means is that this podcast is a way for me to chat with my good friends about what being a good friend means to them. My guest today is Alan Lee. His friends call him Alf. And that's funny because on this episode, he calls me Anthony, even though Alf is one of my oldest friends. And that's why this is a longer episode than most. We've had a lot of experiences together, and Alf and I have a lot of ground to cover. And we talk about why we're good friends, and why we get along, and why we sometimes don't. And that's okay. Great. Here's my talk with Alf. I think it was high school, right? Grade 8? Yeah. I think we were the same homeroom, grade 4. Yeah, it is an impeccable memory that you had. Yeah, that's because I've it's, always... It's almost as if you, you knew that we were going to talk about this and you, <laughs> you thought about it beforehand. Well, I think it's just... I think for most of my friends, I can remember the first time we met. But then after that, it's kind of all a blur. Like, my memory is really bad. I'm really bad with the years, especially. So, like, I always kind of mix things in. Like, it feels like everything's happened, like, five years ago. when It's just, like, an arbitrary number that I just make in my head. <laughs> I, it doesn't make any sense, but it's just like, oh, yeah, that happened uh, five years ago, right? Like, my, no. my dad's kind of like that, too. He's always like, when I was young, about your cousin's age, like, a very specific cousin, is yeah. like, obviously, he's growing, but that, like, reference point for him is always, like, that cousin's age, no matter what age he is. Yeah, that's weird. Oh. Okay, but how, so how, since your superpower is remembering how you let's met people. See, let's see, I don't know how we became friends, though. We're, cause I fear, but I, I knew we were friendly in grade eight. Like, was it just cause we were Asian and nerdy? Like, and had glasses? I don't know. Was that the only reason I can think of? Cause I didn't make many friends in grade eight. It, it was grade nine when I started making, like, friends of my own. Yeah, like, from what I remember, you, you already had friends that you knew before that year. Yeah, like Miles and Sebastian. Oh, okay, I just named, dropped them, but. They're like they're in my elementary school, so mm. I still hung out. It was just easier to hang out with them and comfortable. Like, did of you course. did you have anyone from your elementary school in high VC? Well, I I um I didn't go to a private school for my elementary yeah. school, so the only guy I knew was was Matt. Oh right, yeah. Uh, and I, is it okay that we're talking about these people's like first and last names? I'm sure it's hey, fine. I Maybe I'll, I'll I, beep it out. I didn't say their last names, but it's such a. I, I didn't know if, if I said Matt. That's a quite common. Quite so common we just start again. <laughs> no. no I, I, I can, Maybe I'll just beep it. Okay. It's not like we said their address was like, I didn't say Matt lived on a road near, near um, in Richmond. Okay. That's where his parents are. We're houses. clearly cutting this out. I, I'll just beep it. Yeah. I'll okay. beep it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like we were friendly. I remember that. And then in grade nine, you joined rowing. I know that because I remember Jay and Terrence were joining rowing too. I think, were you friends with them in grade nine? Like Jay and Terrence or just? We were in the same homeroom, 9-1 yeah. with Mr. Howie. Oh, with them? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it didn't take until like university first year, and great we like we were friendly in grade eleven and twelve too, but then university we started hanging out like way more on a regular basis. But I mean, we, we were we we were more than just like in the same class. Like, yeah, before university, well, we, were, we were friends. I remember. Oh yeah, grade twelve. Like yeah, you drove me a lot in grade twelve because you were like the first person to get a driver's license, and I was like the, I was like literally the last person out of our friend group <laughs> to get a driver's license. But it's weird. Like our friend group kind of started out as just. We we're just there together. It wasn't like we were like there was the basketball guys, the football guys, or sports guys, whatever. And then like, we were left, and that's why we were friends. Yeah, and like we were kind of, I guess the good group, quote unquote. And no, you can't like see this morally good. Yeah, I guess everyone know. else is morally bad. We're just not into like school spirit 
in yeah. Edmundians and stuff. Like we did that. The Edmundians were a group that we helped on, like just a group of students who volunteered to help. We were like, we set up chairs before mass. Yeah, I guess kind of yeah. the nerds, but. I like how you said it in a way that made them sound like as a group better than I know. setting up it's, chairs. I know, but that's pretty much what we did. Yeah, it's funny, like, because before I was doing this, I wasn't really good. I wasn't really, like, you don't really think about, you know, your past and history with a person. And, like, we've known each other for so long now. I don't even, I can't do the math. But at least more than 10 years at this point, right? And we've all done, we've all been trips together and done things together. It's, I remember we went, we went to Europe together. Oh, right. Yeah. We were roommates in Europe. Yeah. How do we forget that? I don't know. I feel like that's where we bonded because it was like our annoyance with one of the person in our room with us. We both couldn't stand how he was. And we were all friendly, the three of us, but I guess that guy's that guy was just like the worst for us. But he tied us together. Yeah, I think that's what it was though. <laughs> I remember this one exact moment where we were like bickering yeah. and then we turned a corner and we're still bickering and we look up and, and the lights were flickering on the Eiffel Tower yeah. and we just all stopped and marveled at yeah. how beautiful it was. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure at some point we bickered again, especially when we were Probably, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was... A long time ago? It was a long time ago. Wow. Remember this one moment, too, where in this place we were staying at, it was just you and me, and I blew my nose. I didn't want to flush the toilet for just a nose blow, and, and, and there was no garbage can or whatever, so I just threw it in, and it looked like I didn't flush the toilet, and you asked me to flush the toilet, and then I think I... I was very <laughs> detail-oriented in my explanation to you of why I didn't flush a toilet. I don't remember this at all. Um, bottom line, I should have flushed a toilet or, you know. Just, no, it's fine. You could you have. Know. I think we were just, it's not so much like we're just grading, right? You're with someone for so long. Yeah. It's not like we're married. Yeah, exactly. You get grading personality and then you can't handle each other. I don't know. We and you have, we've argued in the past. I think it's just. It's just what friends do, though, right? You just with someone and personalities clash, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's never any animosity. Like, no, I don't. I don't yeah, I don't feel that. Yeah. So, oh, let's get into it. Like, what what do you think it is about you and me fundamentally that that clashes? I think we're both could be loud people, and we both have opinions about things. And I mm-hmm. guess that kind of leads to stubbornness. And you don't want to. Well, for me, I'll, I'll speak from my experience. I don't want to back down. And usually, like, because I think with me, with my personality, usually most people don't care. Or they assume I'm right, so they don't actually question me. But you're one of the people who would actually question me. So then I would, you know, feel defensive and then just become like this weird, like, I don't want to back down. Even though it's stupid, but I don't, it's, I don't know, it's a stupid man, a macho thing, I guess. Like, well, I feel the same way. Like, when I asked the question, like, what do you think it is fundamental? I was like, I, I don't, I didn't know what you were going to come back with. But yeah. I think you nailed it. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Yeah, it's just with, like... It's just a relationship I have with you. Other people, I don't have that. Because, <laughs> but it's it's not good or bad. It's just one of those things, right? And I think a lot of it is because other people don't call me on my, my BS as much. So we just kind of let, let it go. Like, it's not worth arguing with me over things. And I think that's with, as you get older, you mellow out about that kind of stuff and you don't care yeah. as much too. You let like, things go because, like, you know that it, there's more important things yeah, than... Yeah, like, you have a son. You have to worry about your baby. You yeah. don't care about winning an argument with Alf anymore. I was like... Yeah, you're right. I should have flushed a toilet. I got to go take care of my son now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right. Well, you solved it. This might be the very last episode <laughs> of my podcast. But that's every, that's every relationship, right? You have to kind of learn to let things go, I think. That's the most important thing, I feel. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, like, why, like, my, I, I wonder, like, why, how do you make friends nowadays in this age? 
like when you get sw- like for me it's also weird because because you guys are my main circle of friends and mm-hmm. i thought about it in the past i was like you guys are like my only really circle of friends like i've had i've had friends when i was younger and i kind of just let the drift away and then i thought about I'm like how do i make friends now it's kind of like dating now like how do you date now and there's no real like tw- tinder equivalent for making friends because yeah. people just, i don't why would that need to exist yeah and then i felt like you 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 were able to branch out a lot more and a lot of other people in our friend group have branched out and they have other friends that they you know they're, they're close friends but i never i never had that ability or i never chose to or it never happened for me and i just wonder like why why did that happen is it our friendships based on like because a lot of my like a lot of friends i have are f- based on common interests right like things we both enjoy to do yeah while some friends i have are even close to the same common interest but there's some sort of bond there or there's some sort of relationship there that we just it's just easy to be friends with that person right maybe I, their personality or just we get along really well right i, I think that's part of it like just cause like you mentioned like the activities is where you spend your time and you meet people and and like bringing them into the fold kind of thing that's so hard to do and it's so awkward I, yeah and i i think it's different now because we were when we were i i've always felt that anxiety of not being of being left out so as I got older and we all started splintering off into a smaller group of friends, sometimes I'd be left out. And then I find out like, it's, it's I think it's, it's growing up with social media now. Like I'm glad I didn't have to grow up with it as a kid, but you see like, Hey, your friends were there, but they didn't invite you. And you're like, Oh, why, why didn't they invite me? And it's not like a pity thing. No, but you just, and then I always felt that need to always invite everyone out and not left, leave people behind. Cause, I, Cause you don't want to cause that. Yeah. And I think, is that because of the awkwardness of if the person calls you out and asks you why they were invited? Or is it just, you know, some sort of social obligation? Like, I don't get along with some people, but sometimes you still feel like you need to invite them because they're part of the group. Is any part of that because you actually want to ha- hang out with them and spend time with them? Not really, no. Because, <laughs> well, of course, I ultimately, yes. This is, like, I, I don't feel like, I, at this, I think, at this, sorry, at this age, we can kind of, we're adults, we don't need to do this anymore, right? But I feel like as, when I was younger, I had to, I see. Kind of do that, and I felt. And when we were all hanging out in university, when we with hang, when we were finally hanging out with girls, <laughs> nice, we did it. Yeah, that was kind of a thing where we built where we like every Friday we would hang out, right? That was actually a pretty fun time. Yeah, it was great. Like just thinking about that, I was like, oh man, pretty nostalgic about those times. And but, we wouldn't even figure out what we would do till like the Friday, yeah, like, the afternoon. Day. Yeah, and sometimes it would just be like we just chill, right? Yeah, and we all of us would always hang out. Like it just became this common thing, and then all of a sudden it just stopped, and then it was just like, oh, like. I know what happened, but everyone started getting hooking to, up, hooking up, and yeah. getting relationships. Yeah, like usually what happens with boys and girls in groups, and then the relationships fall apart, yeah. and then the group dies. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, people came back, right? Like, we started hanging out again. Yeah, we're still friends. Yeah, we're still friends. Are we friends with any of those girls? I'm friendly with them. Some of them, yeah. I still talk, not as much as I used to. I mean, we're not friends with the ones we dated. <laughs> We could, we could. No, well, uh, not always. I don't think. Maybe I'll cut that part out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about that because one time we were as a group going up to Manning Park and yeah. then there was another friend yeah. um, who who wasn't really part of the group. And like, oh, let's invite him too. And like, I think I was the only person that was like, oh, maybe not. And looking back, that was extremely selfish of me. And it was just from a place, I was, weird, I was thinking about that this morning. It, it was probably just come from a place where in this group I'm comfortable and I wouldn't do that now because I know that, you know, the more the merrier and and what's the harm in me getting to know another friend. But really? at the time, I was just like... You you would... I think I'd be the opposite. Really? I would keep it smaller on purpose, yeah. If that same situation happened today, you'd be like, yeah, don't invite that other 
he's too peripheral in our in our group uh, i don't know i think I, I feel like is it the fear that he'd find out that we didn't invite him that's exactly what happened yeah. and that's probably like a turning point in my life where i realized hey other people have feelings too <laughs> <laughs> it, took, it took maddie pork yeah oh maddie pork yeah so my groups of friends wow don't be too exclusive <laughs> No, but but talk let's talk more about that. Today you wouldn't do you would keep it closed, not closed, not closed, but, but just smaller, like just people com- more com- not comfortable. Like because I'm comfortable with everyone, right? I can't say I'm not comfortable, but just no. You know what? Actually, that's a lie. I would throw it out, invite, and see. And I think a lot of people would just not show up because it's just hard to find time nowadays yeah. in their lives. So it actually would work out in in a, in a weird way. It would actually kind of just break down and then. And maybe if I wanted certain friends to come more, I would try to convince them more or talk to them. Or accommodate their schedule. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's You're right. Part- From a practical point of view, it, like, it wouldn't be everyone anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. Growing up is hard. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, have, having responsibilities is hard. Yeah, that's true. Growing up, there's no choice. We just kind of we grow up regardless. We didn't know how good we had it. Yeah, for sure. All right, since we were reminiscing, was there any time in your past, any moments where you're like, hey... I should be a better friend in the future because this incident, not cool, Alf. You asked me the question before and I thought about it. I made it a priority when I was growing up and to always put my friends first. But in some ways, I felt like I regret doing that. Not because I don't I regret my friendships. I just feel like I should have focused on other things in my life more. Like career would have been probably a way better thing to focus on and knowing what i want to do with my life a lot earlier would have been better i'm not blaming friendship but this is what i've thought like maybe if and it was just easy to just um put your friends first before your own needs i guess that's what that's what i've always thought about myself i'm having a hard time visualizing what you're describing like is it was there a big exam that you didn't study for because your friend said hey alf can you give me a ride to the ferry terminal I think I would have done that if someone asked me. But I think, yeah, it was just like, I think maybe I used the friendships as an excuse. Like, oh, I'd rather hang out with my friends than, you know, worry about getting this, applying for these jobs or working harder at this job. Like, kind of just like, instead of just meandering around and kind of letting things, letting things fall as they may, right? Like, I was like, oh, my attitude, and, and I still have this problem now. It's kind of like, oh, things will work out. I don't have to worry about that. I'll worry about things that I can worry about things that i like worrying about so friends is one of those things i like having friends i like making sure their my friends are happy so i try to focus on them and sometimes that doesn't work too because you know people are selfish i i'm selfish and i make mistakes too and that and then you think about it now it's like was that worth it it's not i'm not saying i regret it it's just what i've thought about and just what i've noticed in myself sometimes oh that's so interesting because because now that you say that First of all, I do regret asking you for help so many times. Now. No, no, no. You, no, yeah, but, it's fine. And for our listeners out there, it's not like Alan is not doing well in his career. He He's employable. He has steady income. He is a university graduate. He's doing fine. <laughs> I, I think for, I think it's more just I wish I was at a higher place now. And, and it's also when you're friends with people who are super successful like Anthony and everyone else, it's kind of hard. You look at your own life and you're like, man, I could have. I could have been closer to that at this point. But anyways, that's just, no. yeah. Not, not, no blame on anyone. It's just how life is, right? So, sure, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and Anthony has helped me plenty of times when I've asked for help. It's not a mutual, like, he's never, he's, he's not taking advantage of me. I don't think he's asked me to help for, help for anything, actually, to be honest. But Well, come on, no. I'm, the specific thing I'm thinking about moving. is you spent a whole, yep. First of all, <laughs> okay. um, we're sitting in my son's room 
but Alan and other friends helped move in from our tiny condo to this house. And I'm very grateful for that. Pizza and beer were had, though. Yeah, it's just the standard thing. One thing I remember you helping, like spending a lot of time helping with, was was this dumb movie that I made in grade oh, twelve. Oh right, yeah. Called "Dude, Where's My Bike?" Yeah, it's not related to "Dude, Where's My Car?" whatsoever. Uh, and well, it we didn't f- have the same plot point. You couldn't find your bike. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, we filmed at your house. Yeah, Jeff uh, was there. My dog was there. Yeah, my Jeff was dog. the star. Yeah, Jeff was the star. He was the only one with with previous acting experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did good, I thought. That's well. really well done. Yeah, I, I in fact I would like to find it and digitize the video and, and embarrass him with it on his wedding day. Yeah, or just tomorrow. <laughs> Do you know where it is? Um, I, I have it on VHS. I just have to. Oh man, the Vancouver Public Library. I'm not going to cut this out. Has a lot of excellent services. One of them is they can take your VHSs and digitize oh, them. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yes. Anyway, so so um, I mean, it's not just even just specific things. I I think a lot of our friends would agree that you've been there for them. Okay, yeah. I I'd like to think that I yeah. I'd like to have that impression on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone come to mind when you think good friend? Like, is there someone who um, you've known for a long time or a short time that you know them to be a good friend? And what is it that she or he does that makes you think that they're a good friend? I mean, the main person I can think of. I'm not going to use the name. But I think with him, he's very empathetic. I think that's the most important thing. He can always put himself... It, I've never actually talked to him about this, but I feel like he is very empathetic to people and he can put himself in other people's shoes. And like he usually puts... He's not self... He's he's very selfless, but not in a, in a, like a way that he expects things back to him. So I think that's a really good quality to have in any... Like it's just not even just... Not just friendship, but any relationship, right? If you can put people ahead first. That's so hard to do. Yeah, it's not super hard. I don't think there's not many people who can do that well. Without thinking about... Themselves? Them, yeah. 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 And, but, and also it's impossible. You have to be thinking of yourself. You have to take care of yourself first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then also, how do you not... How do you straddle that line between being invasive and being nosy and being gossipy and being a good friend? Like, mm-hmm. there's there certain friends that... You know that will never tell you anything unless you, unless you ask them straight up. And even then, they might not tell you things, right? So how do you? How do you? Like I've always struggled with this. Like you're worried about a friend, but in some ways you don't have that. You don't have that deep relationship where you can just go up to them and start talking to them and saying, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Like it's awkward for everyone involved. And maybe yeah. it's my fault. Maybe I should just get past that awkwardness and just ask if I'm worried. I think people know that you're coming from a place of care that you're trying to help them. Yeah. I think as long as your intentions are pure, I think they they get that and it comes across and it's not as invasive. But uh, you're right, I struggle with that too. Yeah, and how do you not be judgy too, right? Like, how do you not hear someone say something and you're just like, especially with some friends that you've heard the same, have the same issues over and over again. And in your mind, it's not a big deal. But mm-hmm. then in their mind, obviously, it's, a, it's something that they're struggling with. But after a while, like, because I remember when I was, I was kind of emotionally stinted when I was growing up. I like had low confidence. And then when you add girls to the mix, it kind of became the struggle of trying to like, you know, I need a girlfriend, I need a girlfriend, even though I don't know why. And even if I got a girlfriend, I would no, had no idea what to do with her. It sounds like you were a teenage boy. Yeah, like okay. that. And then, and part of me is just like, I kept, I, I always thought my friends were people I could talk to about anything, right? And then after a while, I realized I can't just keep unloading on them about this kind of stuff. 
like I, I don't know if you remember in university like after my first serious relationship and all that all that build up and all those issues i don't know if you remember what happened i was not a good friend that was probably my worst time being a friend that's why they that's why you guys have joked and called me the hulk because i would react to things in a really bad way and really immature and emotion and like a really not a great way to react to things and i look back and, I, I, and there's like some sort of shame but part of me learned i learned a lot about myself then too like just how i can't take my friends for granted i can't like my friends aren't my parents my friends aren't my mom specifically i can't like be a little baby and have everything expected to go my way i mean it, it's sad that it took me till like university to learn that but i guess it's good that it happened and ultimately because that's how we grow yeah yeah i just wish it wasn't so spectacular and i had like this reputation i don't know if people still think about me that way but like, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, I, I don't look at you and see who you were 15 years ago. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> but I do myself, right? internally. I still think about myself. It's not in a huge way, but part of me goes back to that. And it's like, why, why was I like that? Why did I do that? But that's important because yeah. that's all that reflection is how we grow. And, and like people who do it right all the time without thinking about it, they might not know what makes them successful at yeah, being a good person. And I think with, I think, like, this is going to sound weird, but getting dumped was probably the best thing that happened to me because it forced me to re-examine things. I think that's, I think getting, I think everyone at least in their life should get dumped at least once in their life. It's healthy. It's failure. It's like, yeah. it's like the whole thing where everyone needs to fail, right? Like that, that whole participation award thing. Yeah. Like kids need to learn how to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a really, sh- can I swear? On this yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a really shitty way to learn about yourself, but getting dumped is good in some ways too. Because it, I mean, hopefully it's not super traumatic, like, you know, where the person, like, I don't know, cheats on you or something. But it's also, like, it's a good way to learn about yourself and your priorities and what's important in your life. I know for me, when I got dumped, it was just like, oh, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to learn, like, read more books and do all these things. Take care of myself for a while, right? And then you kind of focus on that. And then that maybe, that maybe lasts for a couple of months and then you're back to what you were doing normally before. But still, <laughs> that, that, that energy, that first few months of energy, like, you feel like you can do anything because you, you either want to prove that person wrong, like... F you, I'm going to show you what, you, what you're missing out kind of thing. You know what's funny? What? Like, now that you mentioned that, I think I'm pretty sure I joined the army after like one or two failed relationships. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My theory is correct for some people. <laughs> no, but this is very helpful. Thank you. No problem. Okay. Finally, do you have any tips for our listeners on how to be a better friend? Experience and memory is more important than anything else. Like, Let's make some memories. Yeah. Because uh, I remember, like, I was looking for, uh, maybe, what was it, 2000, 2010? We all went on a trip to Martha's Vineyard in Boston. And I was looking for pictures because I wanted to show my girlfriend all these pictures of it. And I couldn't find it. And then I asked, and I remember Mike had a lot. So I asked Mike, he sent me a link. And I was looking through, I was just looking through the pictures. And I was like, oh, man, this was a really good trip. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. But I was like, inside. I was crying inside. Okay. Like, my heart swelled up. I was like, oh, this was such a good trip. And I remember, oh, what happened here and here? And it's just like, that's that's kind of the stuff that you're going to remember in like 40 years, 50 years from now. Like we're going to see those pictures again and remember how young we looked and how healthy we were. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, getting old stinks. Oh, yeah. We, we looked so young back then. And it was only, I was like, man, I was so much skinnier then. Even- One thing I really uh, I remembered about that trip also was the lobster. Yeah. And everyone had these awesome, amazing lobster meals. And because of your allergies, you had like a chicken burger. Yeah, I felt so bad for you. Really? I yeah. Don't, I don't don't feel bad. Like the allergy thing is never a bad thing because I... Because you don't die for one. Yeah, okay. exactly. Like yeah. I'd rather not have hives and get super sick. So I don't okay. mind. 
I feel like you gave something up so that we could have an amazing meal. <laughs> well, I don't think it was you guys were going to just not get lost because of me. But yeah, so back to that the thing I was saying, it's good to be with people that make you feel good about yourself. I think that's an important thing with friendship. And having people like usually people with the same interests, the same common background, the same political spectrum is probably it's good to be diverse, of course. But ultimately, you usually tend to travel with the people who are kind of similar to you. I think that's what most people end up doing. I think it's just human nature. Yeah. That's like the seventh time I've said that on this podcast. Yeah, I know. But, but you also have to be open, right? You can't just be closed off and ignore other people too because that's a, that's a, that's a way to be a shitty friend. Because right. people are going to change. People grow up. People meet other people and their experiences change. So if you're not willing to like kind of evolve with them with your friends too then you kind of you're gonna you're not gonna hang out with those people and you're gonna hang out with other people i think that's why friendships kind of break apart sometimes just because like it's always that people always blame you know the significant other but i think it's just because (laughs) their lives are changing too and their priorities change and you just have to be either okay with it or not okay with it and if you're not okay with it then get new friends yeah yeah can i ask you a question yeah of course why did you like i remember if everyone's listened to the first episode, Anthony kind of introduced the podcast and he says he felt like he was an asshole. And I've wondered why, why did you think you were an asshole? Like, did something specifically happen? Or are you just reflecting on your friendships? Or did someone say something to you? Or I don't know. It wasn't any one specific thing that happened. It wasn't someone who said, hey, Anthony, you're, you're an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs> and I mean, it's not that I see myself as an asshole, but I know that there's things that I do that, an asshole would say or do also. Okay. And um, I'm glad that I have friends in my life who who make accommodations for the times when I act as if I were an asshole and, and, know, and they know that I'm not an actual asshole. But um, I guess I just recognize moments in my friendships where I could be a better friend. I feel like that's with everyone, though. It's like you kind yeah. of... I don't, man, I feel like I'm saying so many cliches right now, but like everyone feels like they could be a better friend, right? I think, I I mean, if you're, if you're a decent person, I think you feel that way with everything. And you always feel like you could be a better son, better husband, better boyfriend, you know, it's just how you improve in yourself, right? But this is good. I mean, it's good to talk about it and examine it. And I'm like, normally you don't talk about this kind of stuff face to face, right? Especially guys don't set aside time to talk about how can we be better friends. Yeah, because it's just like, hey, let's watch the game. Okay, well, let's play this video game. And that's part of it, too, because those kind of stereotypical activities that you mentioned, it it fits into the what people view as like healthy friendships or specifically healthy male friendships. But um, what I see on TV, what I see in movies, what I hear about other comic books about friendship, probably not. Probably. Um, I mean, the Avengers are friends, too. Yeah, you're right. They are they are friends. Yeah, um, but so so the kind of the friendships I have and and what happens and what I feel don't match kind of these ideals. I'm even getting too much into it, but it's just it's just I, I recognize that to have a real uh, a real friendship in real life with real emotions, I need to do a bit more thinking about what that means and what I'm doing to contribute to those and what I'm not doing that I should be doing more of. Makes sense. I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just sunk a whole bunch of money into audio equipment and <laughs> all right well I, I, I think that'll do it we got a lot done today thanks all right yeah it's good i hope it makes sense what i was saying i think it does yeah thanks for coming on the podcast and being my friend oh thank you
that was my talk with Alf. We've had a lot of fun together over the years. Like he says, it's important to find people who make you feel good. And when it's time to grow as human beings, you either accept each other or you don't. And I think he and I, we still accept each other in our current forms. All right, thanks for listening. The opening theme is by Ben Sound, and the closing theme is by Purple Planet. Let me know what you think of the show. On Twitter, I'm at Tony Tung. You can also rate and review the show on iTunes. No matter how you access the podcast, you can also subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you. I'm Tony Tung, and you've been listening to Tony Tung is Everybody's Best Friend, the podcast that wants to be your pal.